Hey, hey, hey. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hello, everyone. Hi, Ebony. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. <laughs> she say, I am the truth. Okay. So um, welcome to Friday Live. Um, for those of you who are just joining me, um, I am Carwana D. I'm a government contract strategist here to share tips and insights, of course, on growing a successful business with government contracts. I do have a free um, checklist for those who want to know, who are just getting started and kind of want to know, what do you need to have like to get started um, to even pre-qualify yourself um, as a government contractor? That free checklist can be accessed at um, qualifyforgovernmentcontracts.com forward slash checklist. So be sure to um, get a copy of that checklist. Um, if you are new and don't know exactly where to start, that will be a great way for you to get started. So welcome to today's session. Today, I'm, I'm going to actually be talking about seven roadblocks small businesses have when growing a business. And ask me how I know. Of course, because I've been there. <laughs> and these are like the exact, some of the roadblocks that I actually had that was holding me back. And once I was able to overcome those particular seven roadblocks, my business took off um, and elevated to like, you know, levels that I never even dreamed was possible. So um, today I'm going to be sharing about those seven roadblocks, just, to, you know, going into a discussion. <laughs> so hi, good morning. Um, hey, Lisa. So if you are joining me from YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe, hit the bell notification so you know when we're live again. We also um, have a Facebook group, um, Government Contracts for Women and Minority Small Business Owners. If you are there, be sure to click on the StreamYard link just so we can see your name. So when you when you leave a comment, it won't say Facebook user. It'll actually say your name if you click on that. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Let me know where you're joining from. Um, what state are you joining from? Because, um, of course, you all know, Jacinda, good morning. <laughs> we need to check in. I haven't seen you, haven't talked to you in a minute, and I know um, I know you haven't given up. So let's connect soon. I was actually just thinking about you yesterday, so it's good to see you. Good morning. Um, so, yeah, so let me know where you're joining from. Um, as you all know, we're definitely... Um, you know, we, we help small business owners across the U S it's the same strategy. It's just one strategy helps <laughs> when no matter what city, what state or what type of business you have that one strategy, um, that we actually design inside the trillion dollar government contracts accelerator. Um, you should say no, not at all <laughs> helps us, you know, helps any business learn how to land massive contracts. And that's really what it's all about. Um, understanding what you have, getting in position, right? Um, and knowing the steps, like this, there's a whole psychology behind business and the way it works, especially when it comes to contracting and selling your services to the government. I know a lot of you have mentioned that um, you've been to actual government agencies, right? Who are supposed to be there to support you and to, to show you exactly what to do. And you come out confused <laughs> or they'll say there's no opportunities for you. And then, um, you know, you may come on and hear me show you exactly how to find opportunities when other people say that there's not. And so I'm a, I'm a true believer. I'm going to talk about that a little bit, but I'm a true believer that um, if you have a business, you started a business for a purpose, there's definitely a customer out there. There's definitely a way if you sold it to, if you can sell it to an individual person, definitely the government buys it. Um, and so we'll talk more about that in just a moment. Hi, Tracy. Good morning. 
Hi, Sheena. She's in Ohio. And Queen Lizzie, that's my grandmother's name, from Georgia. <laughs> Olivia from Florida, Green Cove Springs. Hello and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, um, so I'm excited. You know, 2020, um, of course, was a, an amazing business year, <laughs> an amazing year to be in business, especially for those who are in um, government contracting and you are actually landing those contracts. So if you're landing contracts, um, I know last year your, prob- your business probably exploded. Uh, for those who haven't figured out the system, yeah, you haven't figured out exactly how to do that. Maybe you have all the alphabets, your MBE, WBE, WOSB, like all those certifications and you don't know what to do with them. That is the reason why I created a simple step-by-step system to kind of help people overcome those hurdles, right? So we can take out all the guesswork. We don't want to guess about it. We want to get it done. <laughs> so, hey, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. She said, I love that you give us this information. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, so yeah, so today, um, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna cover like some roadblocks, some some seven known and common roadblocks. Some of these things, you know, you probably um are in right now. Like these are probably some of the things that are holding you back. Maybe some of these things you you've overcome already. Um, but definitely at some point. Every small business owner has gone through um, these roadblocks or one or, or so, and sometimes even all of them, <laughs> um, that's holding us back from, from moving forward. <laughs> Sheila says, period. <laughs> all right. So number one, y'all ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? So um, so number one is the number one roadblock that I find um, that small businesses um, or small business owners encounter or are stuck at um, is disbelief, okay? Number one, the number one roadblock is disbelief. You don't believe that you can because sometimes, you know, you'll hear such and such landed a $900 million government contract and you think of yourself like, oh, I can never obtain that if I can only just get 20000 or 5000 you know what I mean? So we think so very small and don't believe that we're worthy and don't believe that what we have um, is so valuable, is as valuable as it, as it is um, to the government, but it is, right? Um, what you sell, the service that you provide is so valuable, um, not only just generally um, in life, but it's valuable to the government. And that's why, um, especially as a small business owner, you are valuable. <laughs> and that is the reason why they have these programs. You know, unfortunately, um, you're not going to be able to Google your way to figuring out how it all clicks, right? Because there's a lot of different moving parts. Um, there's over information, there's misguided information, there's all this stuff out there. Um, and so definitely it, it will take someone who's been there to show you exactly what to do so that you don't make any mistakes, so that you don't um, have to take years to try to figure those things out. But for the most part, disbelief like is one of the biggest hurdles um, that we have as small, as small business owners. When I was, um, I remember when I first um, decided to start a business, I, I really, a part of me disbelieved that I could ever be successful. A part of me um, disbelieved that I would ever be able to generate millions. So those were the others, right? <laughs> In my mind, those were the others. Those people who um, who maybe come from, in, you know, wealth, right? And they have the money to invest in themselves or whatever. But um, that disbelieves 
um, you know, definitely is something that you want to overcome, right? And here's a great example. A lot of times I hear, oh, I can't do this because I don't have that, right? Um, so words are so very powerful. What you speak, right, becomes true. Thoughts become things, especially when you speak those things, right? Um, speaking things into existence. Um, and sometimes we quickly give up because we say, oh, um, it's not going to happen for me because, you know, I come from an urban community or I come from the hood or I come from nothing. Right. Um, all of those things I, I've been. <laughs> I've come from the hood. I never thought it was going to be possible, but I had to change the way that I spoke about anything in life. And um, myself and, you know, um, you know, my family and like my, my, my spouse and everything, we talk about that all the time because he's, he's the type of person that disbelieves certain things. And I'm like, no, you got to speak life into your situation. You, you can't speak death, even in, regardless of what it may look like right now, you have to speak life into your situation. You have to live it as if it's already happened. You know, it's a spiritual thing. All of the stuff that we do every day when we wake up, everything that we do, believe it or not, whether you believe in higher power, whether you believe in God or whatever, it's all a spiritual journey. Um, and in this spiritual realm, what you speak becomes true. That's why I always try to, you know, in my mind, I always try to think positive, and whenever people come with their naysay, their doubt and all that stuff, I'm like, now nah, you got to speak. You got to speak differently <laughs> about your business. Well, I don't have I don't have the money to to figure out who, who, who who's going to coach me to invest in my business. No, you got to speak. I don't have it right now, but let me see what I can do. What what am I going to do to get there? Right. Because um, I remember when I didn't have any income to invest in a coach, but I started believing that I was going to get it. <laughs> and once I got it, that's when you know, disbelief went out the window and I didn't realize that I was holding myself back. Disbelief went out the window. And that's when I began to achieve things. I disbelieved that it was possible to even generate um, millions of dollars until someone showed me how possible. If someone sat me down, it was a coach that I invested in to learn from, sat me down and said, it's all about the numbers. Here's the numbers. All you have to do is do the work to get there. That's it. Right. And then I started believing. Then when I started believing, I saw how easy it was. Then when I started achieving those things, then I'm like, oh, wow, it's really just a click of the mindset. That's it. So do not give up on your business. You started for a purpose and there's definitely something in there um, that's for you. Of course, there's a lot of businesses. If you look around, that's thriving. They may be doing the exact same thing, but they're not you. So only you can bring what you have to offer to the table in a very unique way that cannot be duplicated. Um, so disbelief is number one. Number two, traditional mindset, right? And when I say traditional mindset, I'm talking about we go, we, okay. So we, we, we go to maybe some of you have even been to business school. <laughs> and I like to talk about that because in business school, you would never, ever, and I, I have a, a, a business degree, I have a master's degree in business. Never once have I ever heard anything about starting a business with government contracts. Never have I ever heard anything about you can even sell your services to the government. Never even knew that was even possible or existed. I had to figure that out years later, <laughs> you know, just by stumbling upon that. Right. And so traditionally, um, as a business owner, we believe that and we see these stories about, oh, such and such 
you know, built the empire by shoestringing budgets, you know, by shoestring budget and building their way up and reinvesting in their business, right? So we go into business with this mentality, this traditional mentality that number one, you have to struggle. Number two, the things that we're told that um, don't expect to, you know, turn a profit within your two, first two to five years, right? Being the negative, <laughs> Those are traditional business practices and traditional business knowledge and the things that we're taught, period. That's what we're taught. Um, don't expect to turn a profit. You're going to be in the negative and not make a profit um, on your taxes or whatever for the first five years. That's that's the norm, right? That's the norm. But what I discovered was that if you do business the right way, there's certain different ways that you need to really, really do business and understanding how that really works or wherever you learn it from, right? Um, you can be profitable <laughs> in your first six to 12 months. And I mean, highly profitable. And it doesn't take a million dollars in revenues or capital or startup. I keep hearing people talking about where's the startup money, right? Where can I get startup money? Well, you are your startup money, <laughs> You know what I mean? So you are your, what are you talking about? Where's the startup money? You don't want to go into business in debt. That's traditional. That's a traditional mindset. That's like going to school for years to get a college degree to owe that forever, right? When you know you're not going to get a job in that field <laughs> and you know that job is not going to pay pay that, that student loan off in the first year, it's going to be 30 years or, or more, right? So those traditional mindset keeps us broke, right? You think you have to go get a loan. You think you have to go get a venture capitalist or whatever um, who's going to end up own, owing your, owning your business. And sometimes I see people get put out their business, <laughs> opening it up to their, I mean, hey, every to each his own. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. You think that all you need is a business license and that's it, right? Traditional things that we learn in business hold us back. Those are roadblocks because the, uh, uh, the real way, <laughs> you know, I thought I just needed a business license to do business. And then that's where I was. And a business license was $25 to, in San Francisco. That's what it was years ago. Now it's like 150 or something like that a year, right? But it was only $25. So I'm like, oh, I can go start a business. I have businesses everywhere. It's just a business that is just a piece of paper. <laughs> but what I did not know, and I thought that I had to go get a loan, a business loan to start up you know, to start up my business, but I was getting denied everywhere. Um, I thought I had to have, you know, venture capitalists or, you know, try to find someone to invest in my business. And I couldn't really figure out how that will work. <laughs> so I did kind of struggle in business. I went in business struggling, not knowing that if you build your business the right way, there's certain fundamental things that you have to have in business, um, like a Dun & Brad, uh, <laughs> EIN, a business address, whether it's your home address or a virtual address or whatever. There's a, a, a business phone number, a website, a pro pro professional business email. Those things begin to open up um, realms of wealth and financial ca uh, capital and opportunities because then now you're on the road to generating um, or building, being able to build business credit that you can leverage and not have to owe, owe anybody. All you're doing is shifting. Where do you spend in, instead of using your debit card, you know, um, to pay for gas and to buy office supplies? Now you have vendor accounts and you're just shifting. And as you're paying off those expenses, you're building your business credit as saying, oh, you're excellent at, at paying your bills. You're excellent as you, at using this. Now we're going to open up 
um, lines of credit that you can use, 100,000, 200,000. That's how business works. That's how understanding how business works the right way um, and not traditional will uh, will help you remove those roadblocks, but you got to be willing to learn. You got to be coachable. You got to be willing to go out and figure out what is the right way to build a business. They're not going to teach you that in school. <laughs> Never once. Now I'm saying I, I, when I'm a edge, like, I love it. I love going to school. I love degrees and master. I love getting all that stuff. I love all those titles. You know, I love doing that, t- that type of stuff, but never once in my, in with my master degree, having self in business, never once was I ever taught anything about business credit. Never once was I taught that never once was I taught. This is how you build a business foundation so that funders will look at you and they will, uh, uh you will attract funding and it'll build the valuation of your business, which, which now you have value in your business to go out and get the, whatever you want, right. <laughs> or, 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 or now you're building wealth in your business by leveraging business credit or whatever, right. Never once. So the traditional mindset of doing business and thinking you have to be broke and struggle and to get loans and to get in debt and all that stuff, that stuff is a roadblock. Because <laughs> when you go in business in debt, it's so hard to get out of that hole. Ask me how I know. I've been there and I've done that. And then when the light bulb went out, uh, went off <laughs> and I figured out um, and, it, and it wasn't just me figuring it out like, oh, it's an epiphany. No, I started following other people who I saw had success, started asking questions and figured out, well, how, what, how can you help me? What do I need to do to work with you so you can show me step by step? You know what I mean? I, I'm tired of being broke. I'm tired of being in business and broke and don't have nothing to show for it. Show me the way. So I had to learn to invest in myself, invest in information to help me get there faster. And then when I when I saw that it really, really worked, I'm like, wow, we've been duped. <laughs> we've just been duped. Like, you know, the whole system is set up to dupe us, to get us in debt. And so I had to learn to remove that traditional mindset. Anything is possible. Can you make a million dollars in your first year in business? Absolutely. People are doing it all the time, but it's something that they know that you may not know. (laughs) You got to find out how can you get in front of them so they can teach you, right? And be willing to do the work. (laughs) Hi, Hi, Lolita. Who else is joining me? TJ. Hi, Olivia. She says, um, Olivia says, I've been working in the military in the logistics for 26 years, I've seen firsthand the amount of money awarded to businesses. Yep. That's why I'm positioning myself to get government contracts. Very smart, very intelligent. Yes, absolutely. The, what they spend with business owners, the money is there. <laughs> so you don't have to struggle. Hey, Aisha. Hi, Ebony. So yeah, the money is there. You don't have to struggle, right? Um, We believe that we have to chase. And here's another traditional thing that we believe. Hey, Stephanie, we have to chase. We believe that we got to chase customers. Traditional belief says we got to have a marketing budget. Traditional belief says we got to do commercials and we have to do all this stuff, do all this stuff to make money. And we, the, the person that gets the uh, the most customers win, right? No, there's a, there's a smarter way, right? You work smarter, not harder. There's a smarter way to do business. One of those smartest ways is, is government contracts, right? You get one contract can replace tens of thousands of customers that you would have to chase individually. That's the difference. Understanding how that works. Understanding how the certification part works, all that. Hey, Serena. 
<laughs> Sheena says, I need help. Hey, hey, Deidre. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The Coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. Cool. All right. So understanding how that, how that works. So I, I hope that helps, right? Some people think you got to have more workers. <laughs> you got in order to grow a business, right? And, and, and to take on more work, you have to get workers. That's, that's, that's a debt until you get there. Of course, at some point you want to get there, you got to have more workers to get, to get, to make more money. No, you got to be smart and strategic to understand how to make more, more money. Maybe you need to raise your prices. <laughs> Maybe have a, 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 a higher tier type of customer, Maybe going after a contract, right? Everything is is not about doing more to get more. Some things is about being strategic to get more, and that's really what it's all about. So, uh, be more. Just think outside the box. Let's let's let traditional myths and all those things that we've been mistaught, <laughs> mistaught. Let that stuff go, right? And be willing to let it go, and be willing to learn something new. Be willing to, you know, be coachable and understand that. Somebody say I made it. Uh, be under, be coachable, and understand that there's other ways. There's, there's there's easier ways. There's other things out there. I remember when I first discovered that Christopher Columbus. How many of you know where I'm going with this? Did not discover America. When I first discovered that, I was disapp- I felt so disappointed and duped. And it just came to me one day. I was in, I was in I had graduated from high school, right? After learning and reading all these history books about all this these lies that we were told and taught, right? And then I and then I went to college and I was like, wait, how did Christopher Columbus discover America if it was already Native Americans and people living here? And they murdered them and took over. So really, America is the bully. <laughs> <laughs> and so one of the biggest lies ever told. And I'm just like, what else did they lie to us about? <laughs> like, what else have we been duped about? You know? And then I was thinking about all this other stuff. And I'm like, all they ever covered in, in black history was Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Saverna Truth, and maybe Harriet Tubman. But there's so many other people that did so many things like creating a stoplight, doing the first heart surgery, like creating the peanut butter, creating the first vehicle. But we're told something different. And I go to the state capital, capital and I know a black man created that and designed that. And that was his, his thing. But they have another type of face <laughs> as the inventor. And I'm like, we are being duped. <laughs> so anyway, somebody say the lies. <laughs> That's why you got to educate yourself. I was talking to one of my clients yesterday. Who was talking about how she um she say it's all a lie? She uh, uh homeschools her kids, and I'm like, I wish I would have did that. I, I wish I would have been in a position to homeschool my kids because sc- school is a lie. It is. The, I'm sorry, but of course, there's some basic things that you need to learn. 
um, like math and understanding how to read and comprehension and all that stuff. But all that other stuff is a bunch of lies. <laughs> and we wonder why kids are so disconnected in, in, in from school and they're not interested because they're no, they know the, the older we get, the uh, further we get into generations, these kids are born smart and they know when they're hearing a lie. <laughs> Uh, DJ said she's a homeschool mama. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they put the fog over us in history. Yeah. We don't even know who we are, what we are. What is, what is an African-American? I've been trying to figure that out. I don't even know because we wasn't born in Africa. So I don't even know what, what, what I am. I, am I black? Am I brown? Am I African-American? If I'm a name of American, am I a refugee? I don't even know. I'm confused. I really don't in real life. <laughs> it's crazy. But anyway, I'll get back. I'll be get back to my list. <laughs> number three, the number three hurdle um, that uh, small businesses have that kind of that's a roadblock, right? The number three uh, roadblock that kind of um, hold us back from achieving success and the things that you know we need to achieve as business owners is lacking strategy, lack of strategy, right? Of course, you want to go out and build a million homes or of course <laughs> Melissa said you better tell it <laughs> of course you want to go out and make a billion dollars but what are you going to do to get there right if your goal is to be a millionaire what is your plan to get there how many contracts <laughs> and I'm talking about contracts because I, I don't play with individual customers we got to have contracts uh, or whatever or maybe a mix of both but how many contracts is going to take you to get there how are you going to price your services? How are you going to market yourself? Right? How are you going to get in front of these agencies? So we lack a lot of times we lack strategy. I rem when I was married to my ex-husband, he used to always say, "I'm going to buy you a house." Literally, I'm going I'm to buy you a house. But we never had savings. We was always broke. Cars were always <laughs> being repossessed. We was always getting um, three days pay to quit. I'm like, in my mind. I'm like, how are we ever going to get there without a strategy and without a plan and living one way and speaking something different? Like it doesn't match. It doesn't add up. I don't see, I don't foresee that. Right. So it was really hard for me to follow that and to trust that because <laughs> it, I didn't see it. it. It didn't make sense. It didn't add up to me. Right. Um, and so I knew <laughs> she say, she say it's hilarious. So I knew it was impossible. I knew that was not going to happen routine. Hey girl, it's Grace. Hey, be, hey Grace. <laughs> so I knew that was going to, I knew it was going to, it was not going to be possible, right? That, that it's impossible to, to, to speak something and to act, do something different. How many of you speak things and you haven't had a, you don't have a plan. Be honest with yourself. You speak things and don't have a plan. Faith without works is dead. That's in the Bible. That's a scripture. You got to do the work, right? You got to be willing to do the work. <laughs> faith without works they work together hand in hand you got to have a plan what are you going to be working on whatever whatever your goal is you can accomplish it everything is possible anything that you dream can be um something that you can achieve but you have to have a goal and you have to have the steps the action steps to take to be able to in order for you to achieve that okay so strategy what is your strategy a lot of you are here because you want to do government contracting and you haven't figured that out. What is your strategy to figure it out? Whether it's getting a coaching program that can show you how to do it. Freebies is not going to do it. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry to disappoint a lot of you. 
that are looking to Google your way, looking for free information, and you think you're going to piece that together, and I can take you 100 years. Do you have 100 years <laughs> to piece that together and try to figure it out? If that's your strategy, something is wrong. <laughs> it's not a strong enough strategy. It's not. I just got to be the one to tell you. It's not a strategy. <laughs> she would say, I'll be like, man. <laughs> Uh, what you say? Come on, what we gonna do? <laughs> That's why I'm here now. That's what's up. So strategy, you gotta have a, you gotta have a strategy. You gotta think it through. It's just like it's like writing a blueprint, just like a business plan, right? A business plan is a, is basically a vision, right? Write the vision, make it plain, right? Oh, I wanna, I'm gonna buy you a house one day. Write the vision. You got to talk about what size house, how many rooms, um, uh, what's in front of that house. If it's a front yard, backyard, that's the vision. Make the plan to get there. Sometimes you got to, I mean, and do you have your credit right? Are you going to purchase that in cash? <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Because, you know, so my new husband, <laughs> my new husband, he said, you know what? I'm going to buy this house for you, right? He had a plan and everything like that. But we got stuck with the credit part, right? I ain't gonna lie. We struggled with credit. We, we, I used to struggle with credit just a few years ago. You said struggle with credit. You can't buy a house and, and expect to mortgage that if you don't have that credit. So we got through the credit part and then it was like, oh, you got to have this many years of taxes. Well, for those who may not file taxes, that's a problem, especially when you're dual household, everybody got to be on point. Right. So he, and he was stressing, he was stressing out. He was like, oh, I'm just so, dis I'm just so, um, you know, irritated at the situation. If it's not this, it's not is that, and they're 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 playing with me. And once I once they say do this and I do that, then they saying it's over here. I don't. And I said I looked at them. I said, you know what? I know what God spoke into our lives. We're gonna own that house. But guess what? We're gonna end up buying it in cash. Watch what I say. <laughs> and my strategy was to leverage my business, government contracting, to be able to do that. Two years later, we did that. And I said, I told you what you were stressing for. What, what was you stressing for? I told you we was going to buy that house in cash. <laughs> so now we're looking at another one. I'm like, we're going to buy that house in cash. He's like, well, you can't buy everything in cash. You should just, you know, get a mortgage. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, we could, you know, we could try to do that too. But, you know, if we had those problems, we're going to go buy that house in cash, period, point blank. We got a plan. We got a strategy. We got a system. We know what works. Government spending $9 trillion, right? Our goal is to go after a, a couple hundred thousand, a million, a billion, or whatever. We can do that. Got to have a plan, okay? So number four, circle of, a circle of influence. That's That could be a roadblock for small business owners. Who is your circle of, of influence? <laughs> Man, oh man, oh man, what I cannot stand to be around are negative people. Oh, my head hurts. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I'm so broke. Oh, this this is going on. Oh, they won't give me my stimulus. Oh, all that stuff. I don't I don't want to hear that. We're talking about you got to be a solutionist. And I made up that word. <laughs> you got to be a solutionary. Solutionary. I like that better. Solutionary. I made that word up too. <laughs> You got to be able to find solutions where there are problems. Who is in your circle of influence? Is it people that's telling you, you can't do this, it's impossible, or it's a scam, or I tried that and it didn't work? Well, guess what? It didn't work for you, but I have a plan and I have a strategy and I know it's going to work for me, right? I have faith. <laughs> yeah, so, so your circle of influence 
makes a difference. And I, I'm the type of person, I'm a real introvert. I'm only extrovert when I'm teaching or empowering or transforming lives and all that stuff. But in real life, in person, I'm, I'm an introvert. So my circle of, of influence used to be me and me. <laughs> so, so I had to learn in order for me to get where I want to go, I have to find people who are already there and be around them. Listen to the type of conversations that they have, the affirmations that they speak, you know, the, the confidence that they have, the strategies, the system, how they move, you know, what they do, how organized are they, right? I have to learn to be influenced and, and to be around those who are like-minded. I'm pretty sure you've heard that, heard that before. <laughs> Solutionary. I am a solutionary. <laughs> I am a solutionary. <laughs> I have to learn to be around like-minded people, people who had million, who had a millionaire mindset, because that's where I wanted to go. I, I had to be around people who had a mi millionaire mindset. <clears throat> so Josiah says, question, after we complete the pre five-day pre-qualified program packet, where do we go from there? What are the next steps? Good question. The next steps is to enroll in the program. Learn how to take what you've pre-qualified for and learn how to put it into action to get those contracts, right? And I'll drop the link um, shortly <clears throat> on how you can work with me or how you can apply to work with me. I am... <laughs> A solutionary. Y'all gonna help me on this thing, laughing and crying. <laughs> okay, so I'm a little goofy. So I just, you know, the, my personality, it kind of seeps out in my personality. I just got to be who I am. I am a solutionary. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> circle of influence. You, you got to be ready. You got to be ready. Some people you're going to lose, right? You got to be like, you got to be like a tree, right? In the in there's scripture, and I talk about the Bible all the time because, and I never it's crazy because when I was growing up, the Bible was boring. But there's a scripture that also says, Thy word have I hid in my heart. So those things are like within me. I cannot tell you where to find it in the Bible, <laughs> but I know it's scripture, right? Thy word have I hid in my heart. Okay, so you got to be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of living water, right? Picture that in your mind. If you're planted or or maybe or rooted in negativity and that's your circle of influence, that tree will die. Those roots will die. <laughs> that tree will fall over timber, right? So if there's no life moving around you, you need to move. <laughs> I'm talking about your circle of influence. If nobody's around you is winning, nobody is succeeding, no one is attaining their goals and, and everything is negative and they're, they're, they're just going with the wind, you have to move. You have to be like a tree that's planted by rivers of living water because whenever something is moving and flowing, there is life there. There's life, right? And you want to be living in the now. You want to have. You want to be full of life so that you can be fruitful. You want to be filled with positive things that that's going to help you transform not only your life but your business and your family life, your situation, all those things. And so your circle of influence is going to be be very important. So I say, <laughs> if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. <laughs> I like that. Stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Um, Stephanie is on a road trip to Disney world. Have fun. I wish I can be there. I'm too scared to be out around people. I get, I have anxiety around in big crowds still. I'm like, 
we got to wear these masks and I can't breathe. I just cannot. I just stay in the house. <laughs> if there's no life around you, you need to move. That's what Facebook user. So if you click on StreamYard, I'll be able to see your name. So anyway, yeah, you got to move. If there's no life around you, you need to move. Uh, lack good advisory. I, when I was growing up, and I'm not going to even lie, I grew up in a household like my, my parent. Was negative, negative, negative. It was fussing, complaining, fussing, complaining. I can, and I just, I learned to tune that stuff out <laughs> at an early age. And that's just, you know, that's my mom. That's her personality. Just negative, 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 negative. Can't do this. Can't do that. Dude, this is going on. My back hurt. My belly ache. All this stuff, right? So negative things is just like at an early age, I learned to just tune that mess out, right? Because it'll keep you stuck. Like, what are we complaining about? Who cares if you didn't get a stimulus check? That's six hundred dollars or whatever it was. I don't even know, right? That's six hundred dollars. We're talking. So you're really tripping off a six hundred dollars stimulus check? I just gave you two thousand dollars. What are you talking about? Right? I can show you how to make real money. What are you talking about? Why are you talking? Why are you talking about that? That's you should go give that to a homeless person, right? So anyway, you gotta you gotta think bigger. But anyway, <clears throat> I learned to tune that out. Lack of good advisory. Your circle of influence is important. <laughs> um, hey, Nay. <laughs> So, okay, so number um, number five, and this is the one I like to talk about a lot because I hear this often. I hear this in a group often. I hear it with small business owners often, and this is another roadblock, misdiagnosed, right? Um, sometimes your situation could be misdiagnosed, and what I mean by that is I've had people um, in the group talk about um, they, they've been to a PTAC. If you don't know what that is, that's the Procurement Technical Assistance Center where uh employees are hired to teach small business owners about um, small business certifications and government contracts, right? Um, but of course, they're employees. Can't nobody show you exactly how to do unless they're in the trenches. <laughs> A business owner who's done it before can show you better than an employee who's behind the desk and all they have is principle. That's it. Principle, information, applicate, no, 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 um, no application, no steps, no strategies, no insider information. They don't have that. So <laughs> look at Sharita. Hey, Sharita. <laughs> so sometimes um, I've heard the uh the, the PSAC officer will tell them there is no contracting opportunities for you, right? One of my clients um sell prosthetic wigs to the government. You go to the PTAC office, they say, oh, well, we don't buy your type of stuff. Use a lie. Let me show you how to find an opportunity. The government does buy that. If you can sell it to a person, you can sell it to the government. They do. And now she is landing multiple contracts selling prosthetic wigs to the government. There was someone else who came and said, well, I've been to the SBA and they told me that I couldn't sell pet treats. <laughs> There's nothing out there for me to sell my doggy biscuits, right? And I said, hmm, I've never seen that before, but let me take a look. Oh, here we are right now. Pet treats, dog food, all this stuff. So somebody lied to you. So your situation can be misdiagnosed. So be careful who you ask <laughs> for guidance and for advice and for information. Because sometimes people will speak things into your life that are not so when you know it's possible, but you'll give in and say, oh, okay. They, they said I can't do it, so I'm not going to do it. Your situation has been misdiagnosed by other people. No, that's why you hear me often say, let somebody else's no be their no. It was no for them. And that's it. That's as far as it should go. 
oh, you couldn't do it? Okay, well, I'm going to do it, right? Let their no be their, their no. Don't let other people diagnose what's possible for you, right? You have a dream, what you going to do to go after it? What is your strategy? <laughs> Who is your circle of influence? Is, the per is it the people that's telling you no? If so, you're going to be stuck in the no. You're going to be stuck in the no, which will keep you in the, in the past, not in your future, okay? All right, so don't let other people knows be your no. Number six, <laughs> Sean says that's so true. So number number six, hey, Sharita. So Sharita, oh, so Sharita actually is, is one of my clients. She's super awesome, y'all. She came into my program in November, got her first contract in January, signed that thing, and she's she's landed her first contract, right? It's the strategy, the steps, understanding, circle of influence, somebody who's, who's in the trenches, who can teach you the steps and how to do it, right? But not only that, Sharita also helps um, people with finances, uh, with, uh, with business credit, like all these things. Like, I'm not talking about small business credits. I'm talking about real money for your business. So for those who are talking about where's the startup money, well, there's a strategy, there's a system. Here's somebody that can show you how to get your own <laughs> startup money leveraging business credit, right? So she says, speak the speak the PTAC truth, Corona. An employee can't teach you what Corona Accelerator. Yeah, that's true. Sharita went to the Sharita. Uh, so after graduating from the program, landing her first contract, she started. She go. She went into this um the a program through the SBA, and most of the business owners, all the business owners who did not go through like my program or some some program where someone taught them the system. They're all confused, but she's like, y'all don't know. <laughs> she's there like, y'all don't know this stuff. My coach taught me this stuff. <laughs> yes, um, um, Lolita. <laughs> yeah, Lolita, I can tell I could, I could teach you that. Yep, I, I definitely can. <clears throat> Naomi, how you know me? Which is sad. Let me see. Sometimes they don't want, let me see. I can't read that. Which is sad sometimes. It's like they don't want to help. I experienced a similar situation until I reached out. Yep. And another officer that is willing to help me. Yeah. So for those who are going to those centers, to the PTAC offices, to all of these other centers for help, and you seem to know more about your situation than the, those officers, or, or maybe you don't know anything and they're confused and both of y'all confused together, find somebody else. <laughs> they're paid to help you. If they don't know, what can, how can they help you? It's a holdback. It's a roadblock. So find someone else. Sometimes you'll look up and get one that's that's amazing. They 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 used to work for the government, so they know from the insider's perspective what to do, and they can help you with that. But more times than none, you'll get someone who knows little bit of nothing, and all they can do is is show you like their limited information that they know. That's it, and you'll be stuck. <laughs> so Lisa, hey Lisa. So she says, I'm not far in your program, but I can say it is worth every penny. You have you have get you give detailed information on how the process goes. <laughs> and that's true. That's true. I don't leave a stone unturned. Why? Why? Why is that important for me to share information, to share real strategies, to help people reach their goals? Because somebody did it for me. Somebody showed me how to reach my goals, things that I that I really never believed was possible, even though I thought it was possible. I never really truly believed in myself enough. I didn't think I was worthy, but someone took the time out um, when I invested in myself, when I was when they saw that I was willing to invest in myself and for that transformation, they took a time out to show me what's possible. And so that is why I'm like, 
why don't we don't know why we don't know this information why they don't teach it in school it's a holdback but it's out there for black and brown businesses for women-owned businesses for small businesses it's out there right and, and and bigger than just for us and what we can do in our lives with that type of revenue coming through our business but how can we impact our communities like i grew up in a blighted a very blighted community um and it only got worse over time and all I wanted to do, and most of you have probably experienced this, all I wanted to do was I can't wait to get out of here, right? To leave, <laughs> to exit, right? My business gave me the opportunity to exit, but eventually I came back because I wanted, I came back different because I wanted to, now that I'm in a different position, now I can be a solution, a solutionary. I am a solutionary. <laughs> I had to be a solutionary to my community and I'm in a position to do that now. So there's, there's something greater in you than just being a business owner, than just being a boss or a CEO. There's something that you have to do, right? And so this can be the leverage or just the way to get there and a way to get there faster so that you can be a solutionary for your community, okay? So don't let other people misdiagnose your situations, okay? It's hard to get boss information for workers' way. Hey, Christina. She says, it's hard to get boss information, information for workers who have bosses. Yeah, from workers, yeah, who have bosses because it's, it's a totally different mentality <laughs> from employee to entrepreneur or boss or whatever. Totally, two totally different lifestyles, two totally different um, mentalities because, <clears throat> and I say that because when I was, when I, when I, when I was growing up, I knew that one day I probably would own the business. I just wasn't sure how I was going to get there, but what I thought I had to do in the beginning was go to school, get a job, go to college, start a family, like those traditional things, right? Those traditional things. If you get a job with good benefits, that's, 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 uh, then that, then that's, you've made it. <laughs> you good, get a good paying job with benefits. You've made it, but really you haven't, when you really think about it, because, <clears throat> um, employee, the mindset of an employee is like, if you have good benefits, you have retirement, maybe you have a 401k, you've made it, you're cool. You can sit back, but that's like comfort being comfortable, right? Living paycheck to paycheck, paycheck. It's easy to be comfortable living paycheck to paycheck. It's easy to get up and do the same thing, but you, you're spending 40 hour weeks and, and, and losing time to be able to build a real house, <laughs> losing time to be able to build a family and to do the things that you want to do. Because now if you get sick, you got to ask for time off to take care of your sick body or your sick children or sick loved ones. Or if not, you get written up. All that stuff is for the birds in real life. It is. I'm sorry, but it is. It's, 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 it's for the birds. <laughs> hey, Maria. <laughs> Maria is another... Um, client of mine who actually came into the program, I want to say about six months. So it took her about six months, actually about six months ago. Um, she came into the program to learn about the, the strategy, the system, the plan of action to start doing business with the government. Um, and now she's landed her first major contract with the Department of Army as a clean, a janitorial cleaning company. Like that's huge. She has a whole lake. <laughs> I mean, a whole forest, like of, of, of a business contract, right? That's huge. That's huge, right? Those are, those are the stories that I love to tell, <clears throat> those, those success stories. But it took work. Of course, it took a lot of bumping of the head. Of course, uh, uh, for 
uh, you don't think they uh, bumped into Sam issues where you can't get through because your team is mismatched, all that stuff. But guess what? You have someone that you can call and you know, call or come to or ask a question and say, how do I get past this part? Oh, here, this is what they're asking. This is what they're telling you. Get past that. Get past those hurdles. Those are little things. Those are the little things. You got to keep the big picture in mind. The big picture is you can grow a multi-billion dollar or more business with government contracts, period. That's it. That's the big picture. Okay. So number six, big hurdle. <laughs> this is the one I wanted to get to. Okay. Information is craved from those who want more and it takes growth. Yep. Congrats. Thank you, Christina. So yeah. So, so some, so here's the thing. And, and, and I know this from the inside out because I was here once, right? Some, some businesses just don't, they don't want to invest in themselves. <laughs> Oh, I got to pay for information. Yeah. I got to pay for you to show me. I got to pay to show for you to show me how to build a billion, billion dollar business. It's not free. There's a lot of free stuff out there. Google is free. Yahoo, YouTube, Instagram. There's a lot of free groups, all that stuff. If it has not gotten you to where you want to go by now, <laughs> in however many years those platforms has existed, what do you, what do you think it's going to get you in the next five years? Nowhere. Filled with information, regurg regurgitated information that you just have and you know, and your head is swollen. Maybe you have headaches, be but you haven't gotten to the results, right? So yeah, you do got to invest in yourself. And the reason why I say that, and I say that confidently is because it wasn't until I invested into myself <laughs> and my business, right? Um, until... I got the results. I have to invest in myself. So now whenever there's someone who knows something that I want to know and I want to know how to get there and get those results, right? I invest in that. How, what can I do to work with you? I need to invest in that, right? And I get the results. The return on the investment is so much bigger, but you won't understand that until you first make your initial investment. I didn't, I, I didn't even want to invest in something that costs $50 a month. It was like a, a MailChimp or something like that. I didn't want to invest even something that cost fifty dollars. Oh, I gotta! I want to keep my overhead at zero, right? I'm just gonna do it, do it all myself, and figure it out on my own. All that stuff, and I stayed right where I was. Stayed broke, struggling, never moved forward until I invested into that MailChimp or that Get Response or that um, that email system and built the built an email list and understood the value of building that and having that service and being able to nurture potential clients, right? That has value. <laughs> it wasn't until I did that. It wasn't until I invested in understanding how to put together. You, you think I just woke up and started a course? No, I had co I had coaches. I had coaches. I had to invest in learning how to put together this course so that I can get the knowledge and experience that I had for success and put it out into something that's consumable for other people to learn how to do what I just did. I have to co I have to invest in that. I have to invest in that. Daniel Leslie, uh, Letitia Styles, all these other people that I had to invest in learning how to put the systems and all that stuff together. I didn't have that knowledge, but I also knew that I didn't have 30 years to figure it out. I need to learn from someone who can teach me step by step in a short period of time so I can get to the results faster. <laughs> so not investing in yourself, whether it's coaching or education, or whatever is a roadblock and we don't just say this 
<laughs> we don't just say this just to say that. And you hear probably hear that from other coaches. We don't say that just to say that. We say it from the, the standpoint of we've done it and we saw how it works. It's just like, so a lot of you are spiritual. I know a lot of you have gone, you know, been in church and you know some of these scriptures that I share. It's just like going to church and paying your tithes and your offering, right? The more you give, the more you receive. <laughs> you got to plant seeds, okay? You do, and you really do. You got to plant seeds and watch it grow. You got to plant those seeds, right? Um, giving is the way to receiving, and it is. And I didn't even believe that at first. I didn't. I didn't even even used to believe in paying tithes. I was like, I'm keeping my money. I got pay. I got bills to pay. I got children to feed. All that stuff. I'm, I am not even investing. In, what are you talking about? Um, giving a donation and paying tithes and ten percent and all that stuff. I didn't believe it. The very first time that I made up in my heart that okay, I'm gonna be obedient. I'm gonna see if this works. I'm just gonna do it and I'm gonna trust God. The very first time that I did that. <laughs> I, I think I think the first offering, the first um, seed that I planted was like a thousand dollars into a church ministry. Literally, I and I kid you not. Seven days later, <laughs> I pause, y'all. Y'all hang it on. Y'all hang it on with me. Seven days later, that thousand dollars returned to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in my account. I'm just like, how did that work? I've never seen. I don't even the math that didn't work didn't add. So giving is the way to, you know, to receiving. So I used to give, and I promise, promise to God, like if they're on here, they will tell you, I used to give whole cars away. <laughs> oh, I see you walking off. Oh, feel so horrible that you have, a, and I got like four cars sitting here. You just had this one. I used to give whole cars away because I knew that giving was the way to, re to receiving. And I knew when you be a blessing to someone else, someone is going to come be a blessing to you. I've given those things away. I've done that. I've given whole, like multiple times, <laughs> whole cars away. Just get hit. Just take it. Here the keys. Oh, you don't believe it, huh? Let's go transfer it into your your name, right? So I've given that because I I understand the 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 uh the uh, the miracle <laughs> that happens when you make a transaction when you place something when you place something in 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 the profit hands like it becomes abundantly right it becomes in abundance for you. So sometimes you got to let go. Even for me, I got like. I don't know how many pair of shoes that I've never worn <laughs> brand new with tags on it stacked. I look, my closet looks like a store It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, I wish somebody I knew would. you know, you gotta be about five, seven or up. Right. Cause I wear a size 11 shoe. I wear, I'm like, I wish I knew somebody I can give these shoes away because God has more for me. Right. And I gotta get this out the way so I can have room to receive what's coming for me. It's about 200 boxes of brand, brand new shoes. And I'm like, I don't want to just throw it away because I keep my husband keep talking about you throwing stuff away. You buy stuff just to throw it away. It got tags on it. And I'm like, you know, you're right. I just buy it because, you know, in the moment I'm a stress shopper. If I'm stressing about something, I'm like, hmm, let me go shop. Oh, I'm going to see this on TV. He see those infomercials that be in your um, that be in your subconscious while you sleep. I wake up and I remember the URL. I'm like, hmm, I'm going to go buy that bunch of stuff. Got to get it out the way. But anyway, <laughs> giving is the way. <laughs> Investing in yourself is the way to abundance. That is the only way. Because if you don't believe in yourself, right, enough to invest in you, how do you expect someone to invest in you? How can you expect someone else to believe in you more than you believe in yourself? When you don't invest in yourself, that's just basically in real life is just saying, 
I don't believe that I'm going to be able to do it. I don't believe that I'm going to do the work. I don't believe that um, this is going to work for me, right? You have self-doubt. But when you invest in yourself, you're basically saying, I got five on it. I got five on me. I believe in me. I believe in what I'm about to do. I believe in my future. I believe if I get that information, I'm going to take action and get the result, right? So that is an indicator of where you are and how you believe in yourself. I've seen people talk their way out of blessings. <laughs> how do you talk your way out of a blessing? Over $500, over $500, you're going to talk your way out of a blessing over $500 or whatever that amount is. Out of a blessing, you talk your way out of it. Well, I don't have. Well, if you want the result and you don't have, what are you going to do at one point? At some point, you have to figure out, let me figure out what I need to get to do that, right? Wouldn't figure out what I need to do to get there so that I can have, so I can come from a place of lack, so I can stop struggling, so I can shift and change my life. So five years from now, I'm not in the same situation saying I don't have. I want to be able to say I have and I have abundantly. And that comes from giving, making room, getting rid of some things. <laughs> but anyway, y'all, I didn't even know. I didn't even know the word was going to come out of me, but it just does. It's just like I grew up in the church, but I'm not a preacher. <laughs> but that word I do know is hid in my heart. Um, and, and, I, and I understand how things kind of work. I understand my purpose in life. I didn't understand it before, but I understood at some point, I had to understand who I was and my worth and um, investing in myself and all that, all the things, right? That I, I, and I know I got 200 shoes, <laughs> 200 pairs of shoes <laughs> with tags on it that I need to move, I need to get rid of to create space, right? So anyway, y'all ready? Is that, is that good for y'all? <laughs> ah, oh, Lord, I tell y'all, I don't even know if it's me because I'm pregnant or the lights, but I just be in here hot and sweating. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Okay. All right. No vision. This is number seven. The seventh roadblock um, that's, that some of us small business owners have is just simply not having a vision. <laughs> Thank you, Joni. She say, this is your ministry. <laughs> simply not having a vision, Right. What is your vision? Have you ever really thought about like, what is my vision? Like, cause some people, and I remember just living day to day, just getting up like a robot when, especially when I was working for corporate America, getting up like a robot, doing the same thing. I didn't, I didn't see past tomorrow. Right. But now I'm like, I need to see down the road <laughs> 10 years from now. I need to cast a vision to where I want to be. You don't want to just live reactively or just live by wherever the wind blows and you just end up here. Oh, this happened. So I'm just here, right? You have to proactively be the driver and the designator of your life in every aspect, whether it's a relationship you want to be in, how you want to be with your children, what type of house you want to live in, what you want to do with your business. You have to cast a vision where you want to be. And I didn't understand the power of having a vision board, right? Until I, uh, I created a vision board um, some years ago. I created a vision board and I've done it a few times. I created a vision board, but most importantly, I believed in it enough to put some action steps. And before I knew it, everything on that vision board I had accomplished, right? 
So again, I'll talk about when I was in my ex, uh, in, in my old marriage, my previous marriage, we used to have cars repossessed left and right, all these different things. So on my, my vision board, I wanted to be a homeowner, right? I'm like, one day I'm going to be a homeowner. One day I'm going to have this dream car that I'm, that I'm, I'm going to be able to pay cash for and not have to have any car notes, not have to worry about, um, repossessions or none of that stuff. And at that time, my goal was to at least have $10,000 saved. That's so, oh my God, y'all don't even feel me right now. That was my goal to have at least $10,000 saved because I'm tired of not having nothing. I'm tired of um, when emergencies happen, I'm trying to figure out, oh, what were, what were we going to do, right? I'm tired of just, I was tired. I was tired. So I created a vision board, right? And this is so powerful. I've created this vision board. And um, my goal was to leverage my business, right? To, to, to leverage my business and figure out the million dollar game plan, put the action steps together so that I can be able to accomplish these things on my vision board, right? Write the vision, make it plain. A goal without a plan is just a dream. A dream without action steps will remain a dream. <laughs> Somebody say, wake up. <laughs> Somebody got to wake up. At some point you got to wake up. And so so I, I said, I'm going to leverage my business with, with these contracts that are out here to be able to, to accomplish these things. Before I knew it, I, was, I, had, I had purchased my first car and, and, I didn't, I've, and since then I've done it multiple times <laughs> in cash and it felt so good. And, and, and it was crazy because it wasn't because I wasn't always looking at my vision board. It was crazy because one day I looked outside and I say, that car looks exactly like the one that's on my vision board. And it was maybe not the same model, but same shape, same color as the one on my vision board. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I was like, well, what else have I done? That ten thousand dollars. That was so very hard for me to make and to save in the you know, at first I just started saying, hey, in order for me to save this money, I can't I can't keep money. I can't keep it in, in the bank <laughs> or have to have I need to have a separate separate account because if it's in a bank, I'm swipe, 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 swipe. And I'm shopping. And I'm doing all that. I need to go put it somewhere else off to the side somewhere. <laughs> so off to the side somewhere. So that first ten thousand dollars, I was like, wait, I exceeded that. Right. I exceeded that. And I never thought it was possible, but I had the, 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 the strategy, the system, the action steps, the plan of how I was going to accomplish that. And I did it right before I knew it, that 10,000 was 200,000, 400,000. And I'm like, Oh my God. Now that house that I told my husband, my new husband that we was going to buy, buy in cash. I'm like, Oh, we could just go cash out on that. <laughs> and it's crazy. A vision without a plan, without action steps. You got to first have that vision. You have to have a vision for yourself. What are your goals? At some point, when you create your goals, you create a plan of action. Before you know it, you're going to accomplish that and exceed it. Exceedingly and abundantly, you're going to exceed it. But you have to stay the, stay the course, right? You can't be shaken and thrown back and forth because of COVID and whatever is whatever, whatever is happening. Maybe some, you know, do y'all know? Did you not know while these things are happening? Of course, there's going to be challenges. 
Of course, you gotta be gonna. There's gonna be things that happen in life because life still happens even when you're on track with accomplishing things and you're super hyper focused over here. Things happen, right? Over it, one year, in one year, my husband was hit by a car, lost his leg, was amputated in the middle of the street. He died in front of me multiple times, right? In multiple times, and I thought I was gonna lose him. He gets up, his mom passes away. Oh my gosh, she's the backbone of the family. She passes away, and this is a mess with that. Six months later, his 22-year-old daughter passes away, right? So we got things going on, but yeah, but yet we're still understanding the vision, right? You can't give up on life because the dog died or the kid ate the homework and all this other stuff. You can't, you can't give up on life. You can't give up on your vision because of things that happen. Do, does things happen? Yeah. It does, but you got to stay the course. You got to believe in yourself and understand that there's someone out there that's going through something much worse than you, right? So if you're the type of person that that's always, woe is me, I can't do this because this happened. This is going on and excuses, excuses upon excuse. There is no excuse. We're going to do elimination of excuses. What is your dream? You can accomplish that. What is your plan? Who is your, um, your circle of influence? What is your strategy? Who are the naysayers that you need to rid yourself of in love? People that naysay you can't do this because that happened to you. So you're retarded or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all don't even understand. Y'all don't even understand this girl from the hood that everybody around me was being murdered at a very young age. But yet I believed that I was going to rise above and come back to contribute and be a change maker in that community. Oh yeah. Do y'all know what it's like to see young people dying in these streets? It's crazy. Maybe if you influence them to start a business or whatever, it'll be a little bit different. I don't know, whatever. Every little bit counts, right? This girl from the hood understood who she was and, and, and understood the power of a business that can uh, change your life. All those things I could have never accomplished working for somebody else. So if you have a business, you have something <laughs> more powerful than you believe. Right. And sometimes you got it's like a car. You can't just drive it. You got to put some gas in it. You got to maintain it. You got to take it to the car wash. You got to take it to get service and all that stuff to maintain it for long-term sustainability. The same as a business. You got to invest in it. You can't just ride a business. <laughs> you got you to gotta caress it and figure out what you're going to do to take it to the next level. And right when you think you have at that level, now it's time to go to the next level. So you think I'm going to stop here? No. I'm going to go to the next level. <laughs> a lot of y'all coming with me. <laughs> a lot of y'all are coming with me, but you got to be ready because excuses eliminates. Uh, I don't play none of that stuff. Right. You got to be with me. Naysayers and negative people. Nah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> not on my watch. <laughs> so you got to have a vision. Right. Cast that vision. Write your vision board. Create a plan of action. Understand that numbers is just a number. <laughs> right. Billion. When you look at billions of dollars, like, oh, my God, they're a billionaire. You can be there, too. But you got to have a plan. They had a plan. What, what is your plan? Right. You got to have a strategy. They had a strategy. What is your strategy? Anybody can do anything. There's 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 no limitations. Live life without limits. <laughs> Let me see. She said, I'll help the community, but I gotta go. <laughs> I feel you. 
I, I feel you on that though, man. Cause I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> um, let's see. We have been left out too long. Yeah, we have. Cause a lot of times, you know, a lot of times it's, it's just us. We're in our own way and don't, and don't even realize it. So sometimes people, um, sometimes small business owners need just mindset development, personal, professional development so that you can believe in yourself enough to invest in yourself. Sometimes you're not even ready to take that leap because you, you have some other things that disbeliefs and some other things that need to be worked out. You need to be triaged. <laughs> I, and, and I'm just saying it because I had to be triaged <laughs> at some point, right? I had to get rid of the hood mentality, the broke mentality, all those things, you know, being in the system, all that stuff. I had to get rid of that stuff. I had to be triaged in order to believe in myself and understand the value of what I have and that there's somebody out there that's that's looking to do business with you on a higher level, on a serious level. <laughs> so anyway, my top seven uh, roadblocks just to reset or just to recap basically is disbelief. What you speak is what will happen. <laughs> so you have to you have to believe and speak life. I don't care what the situation looks like. You have to speak life into it. Don't speak what is what it is and what it what what it seems like right now. Speak what how you're going to overcome that. You know, put that thing under your feet and let it be your footstool to get into your next level. Number two was traditional mindset. You got to get rid of those traditional mindsets that you got to be in debt and you got to get loans and you have to do all this stuff just to be in business. It's, it's not it's not real. That stuff is a figment of our imagination. Right. That's how you stay broke. You have to understand that there's other ways to do business. And there's 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 all different type of pop up businesses that's happening right now. In fact, the restaurant industry are so innovative. <laughs> It's so innovative. There's people in the restaurant industry right now that's so innovative that now you can get dishes from all over the world in a kitchen. And what I mean by that, I live in um, the Bay Area. Fat Burgers is in Southern California. They don't even have that here in San Francisco where I am. Um, but there's this new kitchen that uh, get recipes from all these other places around the world and they, and they cook there. And they deliver the food, like the Grubhub and all these delivery services. So you can get Fat Burger in San Francisco. You can get this restaurant that lives that's in New York right here in San Francisco. It's crazy. So it's, it's innovation. That so it's a restaurant without walls. <laughs> that's the trend now. The restaurant without walls. Just send someone your recipe. Now you're in you're in business. They're they're cooking and doing all the stuff for you, and they're they're sending that out for you. So you got to be innovate innovative. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Sheena said she wrote it all down. <laughs> so, um, so lack lack of strategy. You got to have a strategy. That's number three. Strategy. What is your strategy? You got to have a strategy. Some type of some some kind of way. You got to put together a strategy or borrow someone else's strategy. <laughs> um, circle of influence, right? Networking with people. There's mentorships. Just you know, there's of course there's Facebook groups. There's other people who are like-minded, but also, I mean, you got to have direct influence sometimes getting in front of get, being around people that you can pick up the phone or email or chat with or text or whatever. That's your circle, direct contact circle of influence. That that's important. Misdiagnosing other people knows don't take no for, for, from nobody. Don't, don't take no for an answer. I remember when I first graduated from college and I was trying to figure out, um, 
I was trying to figure out actually how to land a job in, in media, right? Because I wanted to do entertainment media. I went to school for mass communications. I was in broadcast. I did like a lot of stuff in school. But for some reason, I could not figure out how to land a job in the industry. So guess what I did? <laughs> I created my own and I've and I created my own platform. I had my own production TV show, all that stuff, and interviewed Patty LaBelle, um, Uncle Charlie, um, uh, was in vogue, all these cele- like huge celebrities never thought it was possible because I didn't take nobody else's no. And I knew I had to get in position. I had to invest in myself. I had to learn other ways to think outside the box to make these things happen for little old me. <laughs> yeah. So circle of influence, misdiagnosed, don't in, people that don't invest in yourself, be sure to invest in yourself. I don't care if you take baby steps and do it, invest in yourself. Education is key because if you can go spend or get debt of $150,000 in student loans, right? With no promise that they're going to be, a, there's going to be a position, a job position for you. Then of course, and we're talking about a hundred thousand dollars that you owe for, for a piece of paper that you may not even, uh, you, you may start off in, in an entry level job next to someone who never even went to college and don't have no college debt. You're in the same position, getting paid the same. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but yet when someone say you need to p- invest $5,000 into the program in a school pro or in the educational coaching program, so I can show you how to make a million dollars in your business. And you say, Oh, that's a scam. <laughs> I crack about, I crack up about that all the time. It just don't, it don't make any sense. So invest in yourself, <laughs> stop talking yourself out of success. Because it makes me believe that maybe you're you fear success or you don't believe in yourself. You believe in a broke system that lies, but you won't believe in yourself. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. But anyway, uh, <laughs> and then cast a vision, have your vision, have your vision board, you know, create your plan of action. But you got to be very, very clear. Write the vision, make it plain, be very clear. I, sh- I shared this story one time <laughs> in one of my um, I, in, in one of my um, my workshops live here. I remember, and this is just how it happened. And this is, this is a real life story. I remember. So my first husband, we dated when we was in high school, we dated when we was in high school, we lost contact for like 12 years. I was in Southern California. He was in Northern California. I was in a relationship. He was in a whole nother relationship, broken, both broken relationships. And I wanted to get out of that situation that I was in. So I just started praying. I said, God, I know (laughs) that you told me this man was supposed to be my husband a long time ago. Just, you know, if you would give me the opportunity to reconnect with him, then I will serve you all. You know, you think you making a bargain with God, but he already has your life planned out. (laughs) I will serve you. Um, I'm gonna honor you all this stuff, right? Literally the very next Day and we're talking about somebody that I haven't talked to in 12 years. I don't know where he is. I don't even know if he's still alive. The very next day, the job that I was working at, the email system, it was like Yahoo at the time in AOL. So we had like that type of stuff going on. <laughs> new it was, technology was new. The internet was still fairly new, but the email system um had a, a glitch in it. So at that time everybody's email, when you send an email, it'll go to someone across the world and it was going to different people than other who you were sending it to. And it's just ironic how my email went to him in San Francisco and I didn't even 
didn't even know him. I mean, you know, I didn't know where he was, didn't have his email, never communicated via email before, but it was just ironic how that happened. And, he, and then I seen an email pop up and it was like, oh my God, is this Carwana? And that's how we reconnected, right? So I prayed for that. I prayed for him and that's in and, and everything that came with it. <laughs> Is, is what I had to accept, right? I prayed for him. And he was like, oh, I'm never letting you go. I'm coming to San Diego. Uh, we're going to get married, all that stuff, right? So when you pray and you write the vision or, or, or for yourself, you got to be very plain, very clear. And the reason why we didn't uh, survive is because our mind, mindset was different. We had different beliefs, right? Um, he believed in being, you know, just struggling and just figuring it out. I believed in having a plan <laughs> and all that stuff. So we didn't really work. So when you write the vision, you got to write it very plain. If you're praying for something, you got to pray for uh, what very specific, what it looks like. If you're praying for a husband, for those of you who are single, <laughs> if you're praying for a husband, you got to pray that, you know, first of all, that he's a man of God that has a heart of God, that that is a protector and a provider who's smart with finances. You got to be very specific because if you just pray for a man, that man will come and he may be retarded. <laughs> he could be retarded, but guess what? You got what you asked for. <laughs> the same thing with a business or anything in life that you want to accomplish. You got to be very specific. If you're praying for a business, right, you may just get that. It may be a broke business with no value, right? Because you didn't specific and specify, this is what I want my business to look like. I want to have a part of it be a philanthropist, right? You'll <laughs> be going to philanthropy. I want to be able to give. I want to be able to have millions of dollars on this level, $100,000 on this level. These are the people that I want to serve. You got to be very specific. These are the people that I want to coach me, to influence me. You got to be very specific. So write the vision and make it very plain or you will get something. Like I believe in whatever you speak, right? You will get, you will receive but you got to be specific so that you'll receive exactly what you're asking for. <laughs> she didn't laugh. <laughs> oh, and, and that's it. I, all I can do is be real and be honest. <laughs> you got to be very specific, right? So anyway, when I prayed, um, when I prayed for this business, um, I, I really, at, at first, I didn't really understand how to be specific about my business, but then I started praying <laughs> I prayed that the Lord would bless me with multiple six figures working very part time. This is the uh, this is the services that I want to provide. These are the people that I want to serve. And then I want to be able to share other people with other people. I'm very specific and I'm living that to today. That's why I say you got to be specific. You got to write the vision, make it plain. So anyway, y'all know I, I can talk. I can go in, especially when it comes to spirituality, <laughs> achieving dreams, accomplishing things, all that stuff. But anyway. That is my seven tips, seven roadblocks um, to overcome. <laughs> That's my tip for today. But anyway, for those who, um, I'm going to write this website in, government contracts for, <laughs> wait, oh, that's what it is. Qualify, I forgot. Qualify for governmentcontracts.com, okay? So <clears throat> for those who are asking, how can I work with you? Um, how can you help me with my business? How can you coach me? I want the step-by-step -step strategy. I'm trying. I'm tired of trying to figure it out. I'm stuck over here. I got my LMNOPs and the MBEs and the WOSBs and all that stuff, and I don't know what to do with it. 
nothing is clicking all this free information is not working i've been to sba ptac and none of it makes sense right and you want and you're ready to get the results right some real results and and to come to the to the table <laughs> come to the table <laughs> we have prepared the table right you ready to come to the table this is where you go to to work with me qualify for governmentcontracts.com you can apply to you know to to work with us so so definitely it's not an enrollment link because we don't work with everybody we work with those again with that mindset we want to make sure you've you're, you've overcome these roadblocks <laughs> or that you're ready to overcome these world roadblocks because where we're going ain't no play play ain't no play play in the real game it ain't no play play if you want to get these oh you one contract seventy thousand dollars just dropped in your your uh, uh account in one single month you want to play some real money that is those are the ones that we want to work with so qualify for governmentcontracts.com i'm gonna stop being goofy because i gotta go um so nay on wednesdays so nay is inside my program so wednesday so come in on, on wednesdays um uh, we're doing 12 to 2 right now pacific standard time so um yeah wednesdays 12 to 2 to ask questions um about the process of you know government contracting say no play play <laughs> I'm looking forward to taking the next steps in your program. So who else asked? Somebody else asked um, about the five-day strategy. Um, if you're still on here, the next step is to go ahead and schedule a call to apply to work with us inside the program. This is where we roll up our sleeves. It's really no play play. It's just like you got to do it. You do the work, you'll get the results, period, point blank. And it's real. <laughs> ask Sharita, ask Maria, ask Sharonda, ask Tiffany, ask all those people that I've, I've been able to help. They follow the steps, they follow the strategy, and they got the results. That's really what it's all about. You got to be be willing to do the work. It's work, but it's worth it. Do you think it's going to be easy to become a million a, a million dollar business? It's not easy. It's work. <laughs> if, you, if it was going to be easy for anybody, anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. It's not easy. It's work. It's steps. It's action that you need to take. Yeah, you got to have paperwork. Yes, you have to have taxes. <laughs> yes, you have to have an EIN and all that stuff. Yes. I don't care if you don't know where it is. We're going to figure out how to get it, right? All that stuff. So we got to overcome those hurdles so that you can achieve your 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 goal. So anyway, um, it just says Facebook user. You want to know what the five-day challenge is? So it's a, um, basically, it's a challenge for those who are brand new um, to get pre-qualified. If, if you don't already have your... Uh, if you don't, if you don't already, if you're not already like getting government contracts, basically it's a five day challenge to kind of show you what's out there, how much the government is spending, how to look up your worth, how to, how to create your multi-million dollar game plan, all that stuff. So it's a pre-qualifications to government contracts. So you get pre-qualified. Those are the ones who very much work, work well, um, on the next steps, which you basically, you're going to get the strategy, boom. And now you're landing contracts. So it's a five day challenge, um, basically to help you get your business where it needs to be to qualify as a government contractor. And so you can understand what's next. That's what it is. So if you want to know more about that five day challenge, just, um, DM me, right? I think I should, my name should pop up on here. DM me in a group tag me in a group or whatever, ask me and I'll send you the link um, to that. Um, she didn't say, I don't want to play. I need, I need money. <laughs> you sounded like a ministry. <laughs> All right. So I am in Kawana's program right now and it's straight the truth. Your boy, Paul. <laughs> hey, Paul. I was like, who is P Wood? I'm going to start calling you that. <laughs> 
Stay focused. Um, Melody said, I needed this motivation. Cool. She, um, Sheena says, I need the five-day. Cool. So I'll drop that information on the group. But but if, if you don't see it on there, just in the group, just ask me. Um, if, if you're on... Um, if you're on YouTube, I'll just leave it in the comments on YouTube as well. I'll drop the link. So um, how, mu how much of you do we get in the program? How much of me? Um, so it depends on what level, because there's like different levels to the game. <laughs> so you get you, but you get me. So you, you get me every step of the way, regardless of what level you invest in. You get me every step of the way. So um, I'm definitely there um, to help you, right? Overcome the hurdles, push through. You know, when you when you're tired, you're scratching your head. I'm like, this is what you need, baby steps, right? So you get me every step of the way until you get there. Okay. Somebody said the five day challenge was awesome. I want the link. You want the link to the coaching program, or you're talking about the five day challenge? So the co the coaching program is right there. Qualifyforgovernmentcontracts.com. Thank you. I'm looking forward to taking this next steps in your program. That's Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Yep. All right. So cool. Anyway, I got to get out of here because I'm all um, sweated out. Um, you were a confirmation. Thank you, Lolita. <laughs> oh, here's the prequal. So qualify for governmentcontracts.com if you're ready, right, um, to work with me, to apply to work with me. For those who are just getting started and you just want to get your feet wet, feet wet <laughs> get pre-qualified. Here's, uh, here's the link. She's got goals.com forward slash five day prequal. Thank you, Stacia. So I have a team working behind the scenes um, that's helping me out right now. So thank you so much for posting that link. Um, does the government contract, wait, does the government have contracts for ministry? Oh, I love that question. And I will say this depends. It depends on what do you mean by ministry, right? So um, I've, I've seen personally seen contracts for ministers of music <laughs> like we're talking about six-figure contracts for like two days out of the week um at the chapels you know on the basis you know like huge contracts for ministers of music of course they have chapels so there's prayer services like there's all different type of contracts that are available um let's see i want to participate in both lolila so yeah you're welcome so come to the five-day challenge and then um go ahead and um uh, create a um apply to work with us, schedule a call. <laughs> okay, cool. The five day challenge link. There you go. She's got goals.com forward slash five day challenge, the five day and the coaching. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So there it is right there. That is the link. Um, I don't know what it is about these. Um, it's just certain times of the year you get telemarketer calls back to back. Um, Gloria Epps. Hi, Gloria, and you're welcome. All right, so so I'll see you guys on the money side. I'm looking forward to having a phone call with those of you who are scheduling to apply to work with me. I'll see you inside the program. Um, so you have both. We'll make sure we, we drop both links inside both YouTube and um, Facebook. So Stacia, if you could handle that for me, that would be so great because, um, you know, I get the moving. <laughs> I get the moving. All right. So y'all have a great evening uh, or a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a great evening. And I'll see you next time in the Friday live. Bye-bye.